around, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed. Their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Welcome to Spell Lore, everybody. My name is Sean O'Hara. I'm your Game Master. And with me, as always, playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. Playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian Abdulaziz. Hello. And playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hello. When last we left our heroes, they had left the town of Pinewood in a state. A positive or negative state? Who can say? Well, it's definitely different now. It's definitely different. Their lake is now made of magic wine instead of water, which, you know, at, I mean, right now sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they traveled a bit through the principalities, through the Pinewood or the Firefield principalities and came to camp at a traveler shrine and met some people from a place that we have determined is called Panusia to the east of the principalities and uh, met some guys named Trevor and some guys named Jordan and a guy named Kyle. No, wait, just Trevor and Jordan. Yeah, we shared our... Our dinner with some travelers on the road. Mm-hmm. Some classic road stuff. Or just road stuff. Just road bros. We shared the news. Yeah. Got yeah. some news there. There's been a lot of displaced halflings lately because yeah. there's been some flooding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're kind of like uh, refugees. Yeah. Now. They're like climate refugees. No. Yeah. Yeah. My boys. Yep. Who knows what the situation is like, but a bunch of halflings have decided not worth it. We're out of here. Uh, and they're very much tied to the land, so it must be bad. Yeah. It's got to be pretty rough. And we also found out that there are a lot of cabbage skunks, apparently. Like, it's getting weird out there. It's like you can smell with a strong breeze, you can smell it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, they're all around. Yeah. But cabbage skunks, I, admit, I thought existed just before. They do, but maybe I, you're getting the idea that maybe not in these numbers. Mm. Um, Climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Also, weird like, maybe some of the shit balance. that we fucked up with the animals in the spirit world. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> They're a little invasive. They're taking advantage. And then you guys in, investigated the fanny pack that you recovered. And Did we ever? Tuck got his arm stuck in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the bag was unfolded to reveal a tent. We thought it was a forever bag, but it's actually a forever house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a forever worm. Well, a treasure worm. It was a treasure worm. Inside of which you found... 400 bucks! <laughs> yeah. Too much stuff. Yeah, 400 gold coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that Ving found for Ving. Yeah, for, it's Ving's. <laughs> Billy found a ruby, and I found a fucking flashlight. <laughs> uh, which is we now hanging. The pig, yeah, yeah. yeah, the pig's got a flashlight now. And you opened another section in the tent bag to reveal a sitting room and a small kitchenette it appears mm-hmm. and a portrait of a wizard you imagine you assume named morris wadge master of arcane architecture yeah and perel <laughs> fucking perel does not seem to like this guy one bit yeah he's like this fucking asshole <laughs> i yeah. know him so we yeah we cut to the sitting room of the bag home what are we going to call this thing it's a forever tent mm-hmm. the forever tent <laughs> um and Perel's yeah staring at this portrait hey how do you know that guy we ran in the same circles so did, to speak she gets date no whoa no <laughs> something no. i'm a wizard casual. i had very little time for romantic entanglements uh-huh. not interested and morris ugh, so arrogant just unbelievable he you know a lot of wizards tend to specialize in a in a field of study and morris decided that architecture was the way for him to go oh i can build things that stand the test of time oh who cares about frogs perel people need homes blah 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 (laughs) so long story short he's a dick was a dick, I guess. Look who's still alive, Maury. <laughs> Ving pushes his hand through 
Perel's face. Okay, point made. Uh, I whisper to Billy, I'm like, there's definitely like, there's some like history. In oh, the I know. That's what I mean. He won't yeah. tell us. Yeah. Probably because he's embarrassed. Because look at that hairline receding all the way back and that <laughs> the neck yeah. beard. It's true. Looks bad. Hey, Perel. It looks bad. Yeah, Perel. I know. If you fuck this guy, you have terrible taste in dudes. Yeah, and this guy has a really cool house. Look at your house. This is a shit filled box. <laughs> <laughs> And Perel disappears. Ah, oh, fuck. Wait, come back. He he huffs. He goes like, and then he gone. No, Damn it. oh no. And Mears, actually, you noticed that while you were talking uh, to Perel for this extended period of time, Mears was frozen in place. Yeah. Time stop. Cool. Yeah, okay. we can use that later. Yeah. And so Mears keeps walking. He's like, "This is amazing. Can you? Have you ever? Se- do you guys? Do you deal with this kind of stuff a lot?" I mean, we're starting to. Yeah, not this specifically, but like, you know, one time uh, Ving Ving and us met this golden elk. What? On top of a mountain. It was crazy, man. And uh, there were a bunch of little potato men there. <laughs> Tuck is so bad at telling stories. <laughs> it sounds like he's making it up, even though this is a thing that actually happened. Yeah, Mears is nodding like... <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go check out the kitchen. I'm not lying. I... Okay. Hey, Mears. He's not lying. Okay, Billy. Hey. Hey, now. <laughs> you think you can talk down to me? Uh, I guess you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... It happened. Anyways. um, He's trying to get around you guys, and you're like, no, just believe me. Just, <laughs> just listen. Uh, You know, actually, now that I... Think about it. Is it safe in here? Yeah, I think yeah. we just the it was just the treasure worm was the only thing. Magic is dangerous, though, isn't it? This uh, seems it seems to be okay. This is a space that doesn't exist. Should we? We shouldn't. We should. We should get out of here. We should leave. No, I mean, well, Perel told us that this guy Morris Wedge made good houses. So, okay. uh, he goes up to the walls and slaps on the walls. Seems yeah. sturdy to me. Yeah, it's, it's like you're padding the side of a tent. <laughs> it's like pat pat. Oh, and all the everything undulates a little bit, yeah. Should I do a trap expert? I mean, you can do it whenever you want, yeah. Well, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you guys don't want me to. No, do it. Do it. Two d six plus dexterity. I got twelve. Oh fuck! Wow, crush that roll. Fucking word. So that's three. Blood brothers. What are you doing there? What is that symbol you're making? Yeah, that was cool. Okay. Oh, is Billy doing that? Billy's Blood doing brothers. gang signs, but he doesn't know what gangs they're for. <laughs> they're just gangs that he's seen in Billy, the world. Billy, what is this? I don't know okay. at all. Uh, yeah, on your... Okay, so on a 10 plus, you hold three. Spend, yeah. spend your hold as you walk through the area to ask these questions. Okay. Billy walks around, hand on chin, and he's like, hmm. Which chin? <laughs> the littlest. <laughs> the first chin. <laughs> So he he asks, "What else is hidden here?" Mm, oh, Jessica, you little sneaky one! Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> such a Billy way to end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Billy does find another couple snaps. Well, obviously, <gasps> yeah. finds another couple snaps across from the entrance to this room. There's more snaps, and uh, is Billy just opens them? Well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you should ask another question. Yeah. Um, um, is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? Yes, there is a trap. <gasps> and it is activated by opening these snaps. Well, balls. Okay, so what what does the trap do when I activate it? I think what it is is that you notice, like, written above where the snaps are, it says, like, guest quarters. But you just peek a tiny bit through with your tiny little fairy hands. You look put your little eye through the hole and you see movement you're like that is not a guest room so you get the idea that if you open this without the right not authorization but like kind of authorization like unless you have the right clearance code or something like that some sort of password or whatever it opens into a different way more dangerous room oh yikes cool danger room Mm -hmm. forever danger room Mm -hmm. yeah Nice. Well, it's good that we know all the dangerous stuff is there, so we don't have to worry about any other places. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, so as it stands, you're like, oh, we shouldn't 
try and go in any other rooms until we learn more. Well, darn. So I rifle around for some paper. Do I find some? Maybe in your bag, not here. There's no paper here? I don't know. There's like a book on a table. Okay, yeah. I take... Well, I open... What's the book? What's the Just name a of novel. The What's the name it's of like it? A, Jesus fuck, Abdul. <laughs> no, we got no. <laughs> um, okay, uh, uh, it's called... Um, um, Bibliomancy uh, in the Modern Age. Oh, cool. And it's just an adventure novel. Oh, cool. I tear out the back page. Yeah, there's like a little drawing of the author. Okay. I, do I have, do we have pens? <laughs> I mean, pens do exist. Yelium had a pen, but they're expensive. Do we have yeah. any kind like of... Quills, probably. Charcoal. Do we have charcoal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah charcoal. I take some charcoal from the fire. I go, I go <laughs> okay. out. I take some charcoal from the fire. Yeah. And then I write danger room and I just stick it to the door <laughs> nice. to that okay. thing. Yep. Nice. Great. And I was like, great. So it's safe now. Nobody go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody go in this room. This is the danger room. Yeah. Great. Okay. So you have this room. That's what you know. You have this room. It's got a small kind of kitchen area. It smells delicious. Mears is cooking up something awesome. Just cooking up a storm. A red Thai curry. Has Mears gone through <laughs> the different uh, cabinets? Uh, it's a lot of like staples. There's a lot of a lot of like beans and oats and stuff, and most of them are spoiled. So he's like, yeah, I don't think there's any usable food here, but we have our rations. Okay. I'm really hesitant to be in here. Okay, Mears, uh-huh. I take your face in my hands. <laughs> Okay, why are you narrating this? Because I am climbing up the counter to tell I uh, to do it and I'm just warning you now now I can take your face into my hands. Okay. I look you in the eyes mm-hmm. and I ask, "Mears, what are you so worried about? Why don't you trust us?" It's not that I don't trust you, it's that I don't trust magic or wizards or that whole sort of zone. It's scary. Wizards ruined the world. I mean, yeah, that's one theory about it. Okay. Sure. I'm pretty young. I'd say I don't know everything about the world, but I do know that anytime I've encountered magic personally, people have gotten hurt. Like when? Uh, Ving was killed. Right. Holds up hand. The Will-o'-the-Wisps in the forests around Mudlark frequently led people to their deaths. Mm-hmm. I lost a hand to a big frog, magic frog. Hey, it's it's fine to be scared of this kind of stuff, but like it nothing interesting is ever going to happen to you if you never if you never hang out in, you know, a forever tent or you know, try and make a deal with a frog king or you like or or if you never try to um, you know, uh send a, the, that letter I saw you write to Kim. <laughs> you should actually send it to him. He starts <laughs> blushing. Yeah. Billy. <laughs> Yeah, and we, <laughs> we cut back to er, like earlier in the trip when all when Ving was reading it to the two of us. <laughs> How do I miss Kem? Let me count the ways. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, is this a poem or a letter? <laughs> he, he can't tell. <laughs> cut back to the tent. Mears, you have to face your fears, like we all do. And you don't have anything to worry about. I point to the danger zone. <laughs> we took care of it. <laughs> Nothing's gonna happen. Slightly bulging with movement. Yeah. I I feel like somebody's gonna have to make a roll, like a like a something. Oh yeah. Maybe defy danger, charisma. Billy. Billy's Unless you're trying to convince him. I guess the the danger room is taken care of. Yeah. Fuck oh me. my god. So Ooh. Ah, thirteen. Yeah. Jesus God. Mm. Um. You could talk he, him into anything. Now. Yeah. He looks at Billy and he looks at the danger room. And he goes, "Okay, all right." Yeah. It's it is pretty warm in here. Yeah, and it's dry. The rain isn't getting in somehow. It's not. There's a gas range. Is this even outside? It's inside. Inside what? Our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> what? And I go outside. I, <laughs> I, I get Francis and I bring him inside. You bring Francis yeah. in? Yeah, I don't want him to be out in the rain. Uh, it's hard going, getting him through <laughs> the front room. But you do make it work. And you you feel it actually moves a little bit. Like the, the tent kind of works with you. Okay. And But it's tight. Like mm. Francis is like... Bah, mm, bah. And uh, But eventually he pads inside. He's getting mud all over the place and dripping all over because we'll he's covered in shaggy later. fur. Yeah. Yeah, and you're all just kind of in this weird tent. I start a fire. 
in the little ga- in the little wood yeah. burning stove. Yeah. yeah, and it gets pretty toasty. It's like kind of nice. It's really nice. Cool. Let's have dinner. Yeah. We already ate. Uh, Again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Mears fries up some eggs. Okay. So if anybody wants an egg, I mean midnight snack. Ooh, yeah, I'll have four. For <laughs> midnight snack. I'll, I'll have, have four eggs. Four dozen eggs <laughs> every morning to help me get large. Fuck, dude, I'm huge. <laughs> <laughs> You're roughly the, the I'm on <laughs> a fucking keto diet. This is all I can have. <laughs> Give me every egg you have. Uh, yeah, and then unless there's anything else you guys want to do, the night passes. Yeah, I, is, is there like a big sh- chaise lounge or couch or something I can sleep on? Uh, none of the furniture in here is big enough for Tuck. <sighs> but the floor is fairly comfortable. Fine. I sleep on the floor next to Francis. Yeah, you can lean against Francis. He's really toasty. No, I cuddle into him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like... Uh, great. And the I next do communion of whispers throughout the night? When, while yeah, there? totally. Yeah, yeah. Rest and do a thing and just... I would like to see if there's any spirits in the tent. All right. I mean, I'm not against it. Do we think that this tent zone exists in... Okay. In the let's, talk, let's talk about magic. Is this tent part of a singular thing that exists in the real world, or does it open into an alternate place? Yes, I like alternate places. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's not part of it's our It's a different universe. vibration. I like a different vibration, yeah. It, yeah, or, or, or something else. Cool, yeah, like I'm into that. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Fuck. <laughs> we five, spent, we maybe? Spent five? <laughs> nice. How is it that Jessica's the only one that succeeds it's rolls? It's because I have I, the good dice. <laughs> I was doing really good this last game. Um, Share those. On a miss, the vision oh. is upsetting, frightening, or traumatizing. You sit in the middle of the tent and you're like attempting to commune with whatever spirits mm-hmm. might exist in this tent. And I think that's I think that's the problem, is this isn't connected to the natural world. This is a whole different space that was like created by a wizard. So you open yourself up in the same way and you are just filled with dread and emptiness and void. And uh, that feeling sucks really bad because <laughs> Ving is used to being filled with like spirits of the natural world mm-hmm. and now you're filled with nothing. Oh, fine. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, <laughs> the, aching, the aching coldness inside. Mm. Yeah. And maybe wow. he hears like the distant whispers of like the creatures that exist in the nothing space mm. yeah what's in there things that are trapped yeah they're just On like purpose. skittering feels like a, a, a chittering inside your mind so negative one negative due one to depression <laughs> due to being sad and that stays with you yeah like this yeah. like chittering sound is just in your mind Oof. yeah and that's how ving spends like the night like you're just trapped with this feeling and everybody else is toasty billy's sleeping in a cupboard or whatever the hell Oh, yeah, he pulled out a drawer. He's got a bed in a drawer. Yeah. So cozy. Yeah, he feels good. Yeah. Mears is sleeping on a couch. Tuck is sleeping on a pig. <laughs> you know, just life. <laughs> Kicking it with your bros. <laughs> sleeping on a pig. Uh, and in the morning, Mears makes you a nice breakfast. And do you just set out? Are you like, all right. Here, we fold the tent. Oh, yeah, for sure. We snap it back up. Yeah. Like you grab an edge, basically, and lift it off the ground, and it goes... Or it folds back up into a. You know how when you try and fold a tent back together, you're like, it's, it's, you can't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like always too big for the bag it yeah. came in. <laughs> so yeah. it's like bulging. <laughs> it's just, fuck, how did this fold up? There's like a plate that's trying to force its way out. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit. There's always something sticking out of it, like a fucking chair leg or something. Mears, did you not close that cupboard? <laughs> All the plates are falling out, you idiot. <laughs> and the Panusians are gone. Oh, okay. And what else is gone? Uh-oh. Our cart? No, not your whole cart. That would, oh, be, that would be too The money? Mean. Did those fucking Panusians steal our money? I feel like that's too much. They did take something, though. What did they take? What were you keeping in the cart? The lantern's gone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, your bullseye lantern's gone. Did they take my fucking flashlight? Now he loves it? Oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Yeah, you go to the cart, and the hook that it was hanging on is empty, and they took the hook. Son <gasps> of fucking... These- Mears is like, okay, I mean, that sucks. It's not a huge loss, though, so should we get moving? Fine. <laughs> you hop on the cart, and it's just like another, you know, another night of traveling. So unless there's anything anybody wants to do at night, 
The one thing I want to do while we're on the road is I want to gain some insight into Perel using my new move for the blood god. Maybe I'll say that without perfect. <laughs> for the blood god. Okay. Um, sure. So that means that you're just going to like, what, chat it up with Larry, Terry, and Chad? Yeah. It's so for the blood god says you are initiated in the old ways, the ways of sacrifice. Choose something your gods value, gold, blood, bones, or the like. When you sacrifice those things as per your rites and rituals, roll plus wisdom on a 10 plus the GM will grant you insight into your current trouble or a boon to help. So the way that we constructed this was the I commune with the spirits mm-hmm. through the axe. By smashing stuff. By like, yeah, doing like a flash dance style like oh, right. <laughs> axe thing in in the woods or yeah. something and smashing a bunch of, bunch of shit with it. Yeah. And is then your sacrifice? The and the sacrifice is like all of the things I'm destroying. Yeah. Two D six plus wisdom. Seven. Seven. Okay, cool. So you um <laughs> they do take of your flesh as well. So I hurt myself. You hurt yourself really bad. <laughs> yeah. Roll a D six. Now it, now it's a six. Oh. <laughs> this is the highest number I've rolled today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this will deal with armor probably. So it's a five instead. But you swing your axe. You're smashing your stuff in the woods. And you swing your axe really hard. And you hit a rock way harder than you expected to. And you pull your shoulder really bad. <laughs> but Larry, Terry, and Chad are like, hey, man, sorry. How are you? Sorry <laughs> about that. From far away, someone's like, are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> He's fine. Hey, sorry, man. What's going on? Hey, uh, how are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing pretty... Being an axe rules, man. It's been so nice hanging out with you and your buds. Yeah, man. I'm so happy we could bring you guys back. I guess we're, like, physical now, huh? What do you think? What do you think of the real world? It's Everything's really... It smells bad, man. Everything smells like something here. Yeah. I don't like it, but... I like being an axe. Yeah. I like getting whipped around. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. As a, as a rock, we barely moved at all. Now we're getting whipped around like crazy. Whip me around. I whip him around. Yeah. <laughs> I do a pretty like lazy like whip. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Woo. <laughs> I do another one. <laughs> oh, no, okay. All right. That's enough. Are you sick? <laughs> I'm a little sick. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. If you guys want to keep going, I'm good to go. No, I think we should stop. <laughs> I'm getting tired. So what do you need, man? And when, when I'm commuting with them, does it like does everything slow down like it does with Perel? <laughs> Three rocks appear in the sky above oh. you and look down from the clouds. Okay. What need you are, brother? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. Then it's like a it's like a Lion King thing. Remember. You can see the outline of three rocks in the sky. In the star. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Tacoma, our brother, what can we do for you? Hey, I'm trying to figure out if I could trust Perel. What do you think? Who? The wizard, the guy that's in the stone box. Can you like look inside there because you're stone too and like tell me what he's up to? Oh, that thing. No, yeah. we've tried. It is a different situation. Fuck. You know, Wardstone is like, yeah, Wardstone. Can they get a sense of what's happening yeah. in there? I mean, yeah. He Does he seem cool? Uh, yeah, he seems awesome, but I don't. I just want to make sure he's not trying to fuck us over. Well, I mean, I, we looking at the stone. We can see that it is, it's strong, you know? The stone. What the fuck are you guys talking about? I'm just saying, like, you've dealt with the guy, right? With the wizard? Yeah. And he seems okay? Yeah, it seems okay. Has he tried to fuck you before? No. Hmm. Okay. Does it seem like he would have a reason to want to fuck you? No, not really. (laughs) Tuck's flexing his arms. I don't know. (laughs) You tell me, buddy. Um, then, yeah, that's, see, I mean, like, you know, we can try and keep an eye out because, I mean, now that we're spirits and now that we're around, like, we can perceive so much more than we used to be able to. Yeah, keep an eye out for stuff. So, like... Because at this point, you've kind of just been giving me, like, loose advice. Not so much for the Blood God type stuff, yeah. but, like, kind of the kind of thing that, like, a guy at a 7-Eleven would tell me, you know? <laughs> yeah, like <a> stoner. It's, <laughs> it's almost like you asked three rocks... In an axe, what they know about an unimaginably powerful ghost man. (laughs) And we're like, hey, this is your shit, right? And we were like, not really. And you were like, that's bullshit. And we're still trying to fucking help you. 
All right, fair enough. Just keep an eye out for any weird shit. And yeah. if you notice anything, tell me. Fucking yeah, okay, man. Okay, cool. Okay. Hey. What's up? It's been real. Yeah. And whip them around one more time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the clouds drift away. Uh, so What a weird move I took. <laughs> that was awesome. So, they, so they, have, they have granted you a boon that will become clear okay. at some point. Cool. Um, but, they're, but they're basically, they're keeping an eye out to help. They want to help you and they're going to try. Sick. Yeah. Cool. Anything else that, Bing's still doing his like spirit man thing, right? You're still, Bing is still looking for yes, a spirit so animal. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. every night sort of communing or with this vision, does he, is, has he still been he's, doing he's that? He's kind of lost his hope a little bit right now. Oh, he's, no. He's, yeah. He's, there's no point. There's nothing out there. Maybe he thinks, well, maybe he'll, he'll never find his spirit animal. Maybe he's lost it. So he's Whoa. he's definitely despondent and feeling very useless Whoa. and uh, pointless. Yeah, so he's just kind of bummed out. The emptiness of the when he tried to contact that wizard's world and mm-hmm. like imbue with that spirit, and he contacted just a great nothingness, it definitely affected him. Yikes. Okay. What's Billy been up to? Ooh, you know, uh, sleeping in his drawer that he loves. He also has been sneaking off to the danger zone to like peer more into it. Whoa. If, when no one's looking. What's in there? Or what's he seen? He sees some books. Ooh. The table. <gasps> some glass instruments. Whoa. Spooky in there. Shadow. Whoa. Mm. Okay. Then, yeah, I mean, a couple days pass, and that's pretty much the most interesting stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you find any cool books in the thing? It's mostly novels. Huh. Like this is like there's a small bookshelf, like it's waist high, maybe three feet across, and it's mostly yeah fiction. Hmm. It's yeah. like a cottage, kind of yeah. Light reading. <laughs> okay, I'm flipping through the books every night. Yeah, there's some pretty cool fiction here. Like what? Um, there's uh, like I said, there's that adventure novel that's just like classic adventure. There's one where someone actually goes to the stars. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, and there's like crazy adventures in the stars. And there is a couple romance novels of varying kinds. Uh, they're, you know, just normal fiction fare. Is there any magazines? Uh, yeah, there's, was it Mud Shuttling. Digest and oh. Golf Weekly or something? Mud, mud Affairs mud and affairs. Golf Digest. What was the one you were going to say? Chatelaine. Chatelaine. It's called S H A T. Yeah. Elaine. I was going to say Shadow Lane. Shadow Lane. Yeah, it's like a, it's like cool. a thief's magazine. It's nice. all the, all the most recent thief. Trickery, spy stuff. Yeah. Oh, Billy, here. This is, is oh. there anything in here? You uh, can you read? I can't. But are there pictures? <laughs> Super yeah. Cool pictures. Oh, right. sick! I take it over to my corner. <laughs> <laughs> to Billy's drawer. <laughs> yeah. Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> but Tuck, as you're handing it over, you real. It doesn't matter to Billy, but it's like ten years old. The magazine. The, the magazine. It's from huh. ten years ago. You're like, oh, okay, well. This guy has to fucking renew his subscription or whatever. Uh, a couple in the dentist's office. Yeah. <laughs> a couple more days pass. The rains get pretty bad uh, for a couple of those days, but you got the forever tent. Thank so. fuck we have this waterproof tent. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. It's crazy that water doesn't leak into the liminal spaces between universes. <laughs> <laughs> and after a couple days, Mirrors, you're driving the tent, and Mirrors goes, wait, 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 wait. And he hops down and he, you're on like sort of the edge of a pond, like a decently sized pond. Like what's a good pond, you know? Like a Goldstream Park, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there's no sand on the shore. It's all like grass and bulrushes and stuff. Um, and Mears runs up to the edge of the pond and he parts some bulrushes and there's a clump of orange flowers. Whoa. Cool. Yep. That's compass roses. Yep. He's like, oh, this has got to be it. And he looks... And you see in the middle of the pond, there's like a small, soggy looking island, and on it sits a little shack. That's the vault? I guess this is it. I think we're here. What do we do? What? What? You don't know? Why are you asking us? Uh, I, um, no, no, you're right. I know. I know what to do. He's like straightening out his clothes, and he's like, okay, let's go. You walk out into the pond, you get maybe three meters off the edge. And it's like you're walking right back up onto the land. Huh. Oh. And your brain's like fucking flip for a second because you're like, this was not the direction we were going. But so you walk in and you're walking right back out. Oh, you're w- walking what? out. Oh, we're walking out. Yeah, of the water. you're walking into the water and you walk right back out. Whoa. Without turning around. It's just like, bam, we're walking away. Yeah. Oh. 
And Mirrors goes, ah, it happened to everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Discern realities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do it. Uh, plus my wisdom, 12. Mm-hmm. Hoo-hoo, three questions from discern realities. What should I be on the lookout for? What's uh, here is not what it appears to be and what's useful. What I will answer first is what here is not what it appears to be. And um, on the edge, like a little bit down the edge of the pond, you see um, a duck kicking its little feet in the water, kind of like swimming back and forth. And um, it dives under every once in a while to get some whatever ducks eat. And it pops back up and it looks at you and it goes, that's not going to work. Do you know how we can get to the shack? Uh, it takes a little bit of doing. What kind of doing? It's like, uh, you know, you can't want it so bad. Hmm. Uh, so what this is doing is it's keeping out people who want to go to it that want that want to like get to the vault really bad. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like a mental thing. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting because I don't give a shit if we really get in there. Who here cares if we actually get into the vault? I don't even want to go. I never wanted to come here at all. We're kind of being forced to do this. So which one of us is actually like desperate to get in there? And then we all look at mirrors. What do you want me to do? Why don't you stay on shore? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you think that's going to work, I'll just stay here with the duck, I guess. So mirrors is just standing on the shore. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess everybody, it'll Very be well. a defy danger, maybe wisdom. It's like a mind thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Because we're all trying to convince the pond that we don't care. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, 2d6 plus wisdom. I got four. I got teen. <laughs> I got seven. <laughs> um, so Ving is like master of placidity. It's just like, all right, yeah, empty your mind. Well, he's, he's full of emptiness. That, that yeah. tracks, I like that. He's using that emptiness. So he's just like, I don't give a shit about anything. Nothing matters. Stay, go. Yeah, cut my life into pieces. And then he just walks into the pond. <laughs> so emo. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's restyled his hair. So it's like kind of like... Over front. one eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ving, you pass. I put some muck under my eyes. <laughs> Dark eyed. This is this is dank, dank Ving. Dark so Ving. dark Ving, dark uh, Ving duck, <laughs> dark Ving duck, dark Ving and duck. Yeah, dark Ving and duck. Uh, so yeah, Ving walks right past. You walk past the point that you were not supposed to be able to walk past, and you wade further into the thing. That's right. Billy, however, what do you think? Billy fucks up. Uh, I think Billy ate really recently and he gets like cramps. <laughs> and he... Uh-huh. And so he just can't make it cuz of the cramps. So Billy's just stuck on the edge of the pond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but with cramps. Yeah. So Owie. What? Did you like wait 45 minutes? No, definitely not. <laughs> Sorry. So Billy doesn't make it out. Or make it through, and something happens. It was a failure, right? So he gets really bad diarrhea. <laughs> oh my God. Am I allowed to choose that, or is yeah, this sure, to... diarrhea? Uh, yeah, it's he... a it, it's a debility to dexterity. Yeah, he gets a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> you could see a cloud. Oh my God! <laughs> this is the most openly diarrhea this show's but... been so far. So well, Billy's okay, just he fi- fine. Fuck, he goes into those like bull rushes or whatever. <laughs> Just is like screaming and tugging on the, the, the weeds. All right. He's like my butt, and then he he's like, oh, I wiped it with poison ivy. Oh my god! Oh no, Billy. I and we're tell. we're on the inside. We're so concerned. Yeah, but so, we can't do anything about it. So Billy's got a minus one to dexterity ongoing until you solve your diarrhea troubles. Okay. Yeah. So Billy's stuck on the weeds. Uh, tuck seven to nine. Yeah. Hmm. What do we? What do you? What do you think catches? Like, why do you think Tuck partially fails this? Um. Uh, probably because he, as he's like following Bing, he's like, he's like, oh man, I wonder if like 
I'm not gonna meet any like pretty ladies in there. So, so maybe it's gonna be like pretty lady or something. Like I should think about like a poem. <laughs> so okay. he he starts to like psych himself up, uh-huh. it, get excited, about yeah, being in there. about being in there in a weird way. <laughs> where he's like, oh, what if I like? And he gets really in his own head about it. Where he's like, what if there's like a lady in there? And it's like she's like a lady like that like wants you. <laughs> To like to do sex, or something. Oh, <laughs> lady like, of the well, lake. Oh yeah, oh Ooh. yeah. What if like a lady of the lake comes out? Oh, lake lady. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. So I think what happens is since it's a seven to nine, and he's like, maybe she'll be my wife. <laughs> His boner gets caught in some seaweed. <laughs> His boner disappears. His boner turns around and he doesn't. Uh. No, I think what it is is that the the pawn still rejects you, but you don't get hurt. Like no. it's a seven nine, you partially fail but partially succeed. Fuck. So yeah, you just don't get hurt. You could force yourself through probably, but it would do some damage. And someone needs to stay behind to make sure Billy doesn't shit himself to death. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Are you? Yeah. Okay. It's uh Oh nope, there it goes. <laughs> okay, that's the last one. The uh. last one of diarrhea. And the duck is like swimming back and forth like, please get him out of here. This is awful. I'll I'll stay out here to make sure Billy's okay. You go inside. Okay. Uh, so you, yeah, you walk a little bit further out. I think this is like you get to a point where it becomes a bit more of a classic test of, of the hero's intelligence where. Great. <laughs> this is going to go awesome. <laughs> Uh, the water, you, like you hit a wall in the water, basically, mm-hmm. and the water is just hard at a certain point, but you feel is it, it and it moves around. No, it's just hard water. It's not cold. It just doesn't move. Uh, and you move and you feel it kind of arc a little bit with the edge of the pond, but your hand dips in on one side and you realize it's a maze. Cool. Yeah. In the water. And you can't get out of the water. Like you, if you put your hands on it and you try and lift yourself out, you can't water. pull yourself out of the water. Let's enter the maze. Yeah, so this is just going to be a, a... Oh, Ving takes a bulrush and busts it open, uses mm-hmm. the fluff and leaves a f- trail of fluff nice. behind him on the top of the water. Okay, yeah. I guess it does not float around because the water's nope. still... Yeah, it, it bumps up against the edges yeah, of the wall. Yeah, it floats a little bit and uh, then stops and floats it back a little nice. bit and stops. Uh, so this is going to be a Defy Danger Intelligence. Eight. Okay, uh, awesome. Um, on a seven to nine, a partial success... Um, I think it's the usual, like you, you can do it, but, um, you're gonna leave something behind, mm. like kicking through this, the water in this pond is very difficult. So there's a lot of thrashing around anything things comfortable with leaving behind. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. You gotta leave something behind. What about if there's all of his post poultices and stuff? Okay, yeah. So you you kind of my... you bump up against one of the walls, uh, in the water, and the bag with your herbs in it gets mushed, and you see it kind of spread out in the potter, oh, the water no. of the pond. Ah, my herbs, <laughs> my herbs, bro. Uh, but you do you swim this like very weird circuitous route in the pond, and you make your way through. There's a trail of bulrush fluff, and you think that'll maybe help you get back through if you need to go back, which is great. But that that's like you forced your way through all of these puzzles, soggy and bleeding a little bit and internally and mentally warped. You make your way to like the edge of this shack and there's just a rotted wooden door hanging off the hinges and you're allowed entry, basically. I'll go in the vault. Mears, do you have any words of advice for me? Um, maybe tell them that I'm here. <laughs> Maybe just, yeah, let him know. That Mears the Great is here. <laughs> no, just say Mears. They'll know. You have you still have the letter that he wrote, right, to Kim? No, oh, yeah. don't do that. Show letter just B. show them the letter. They'll don't recognize okay. his handwriting. Sure, yeah. Don't do that, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so you, you open the door to the shack. Uh, and there is a little, like... Slide. <laughs> Sure. There's a slide in the. There's a. There's steps dug into the floor, and next to it is a little slide. And you slide down. Whoop. And you slide down below what you real what you believe is the water level of the pond. Not surprising. You stand up, and there is a very surprisingly wide open area dug out underneath this pond. There's stone pillars and a stone floor that extend for 
probably a hundred feet in either direction in like this square shape and around the edges the pillars are evenly spaced maybe 30 feet to a pillar so it's this sort of echoey chamber hello hello And every wall in this place, like wall to wall, it's all beautiful stained glass. And it, there's a light coming from behind it almost. Is it depicting anything or is it just colors? It's depicting battles of various kinds, forces of light and darkness. You know, the, the classic. There's a lot of a green robed figure and various robed figures here and there. Do I recognize kinda... any of the figures? No, you don't recognize anybody. But you get the idea that they're all supposed to be wizards of varying shapes and sizes. There's humans, elves, dwarves, orcs, races that you don't recognize. Is there any part that stands out like to an entrance or a door? Is there any way I should head? Uh, As you you walk in, you walk a little bit further in and you hear from, you hear behind you, oh, you've made it. And you turn around and there is a six foot tall figure completely made of stained glass. And they say, I am Chamberlain. Do you have the box? Kind of. Please explain. Well, we have the box, but I'm the only one who made it. Oh, but you come with others. Yes, Mears is here. Ah, the young Mears. You know, Mears, this is, <laughs> this is, roses are apples and apples are orange. Violets are purple and I like chem. This piece of shit. You know this guy? <laughs> I have heard. Yeah. And uh, the stained glass hands reach out and like, Re- ask for like they gesture for the letter <laughs> he hands it over and uh the, you gotta see this thing and the figure opens it and the, it's like <laughs> it's a stained glass face like it's got the like leaded mm. lines but it moves like a, like with facial features and Beautiful. it's you see the eyes moving back and forth <laughs> and they look back up at you and go this is awful <laughs> yeah I know but this is Mir's <laughs> And they hand the letter back. <laughs> they go, one moment. And back on the shore, Tuck, are you just in the water? I went back to hang out with Billy. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh. I don't, fuck, you are having awful diarrhea. I, I can't just leave you. I said I was fine. I know. And it was done. I, but I heard it Billy's start up so again. <laughs> <laughs> Billy looks away. He, <laughs> he has nothing further to say. Swirling the diarrhea of water with his hand. <laughs> yeah. Billy, well, that's prob- part of the reason why I went back is to get him at least out of the water that's <laughs> fucking full of diarrhea. I'm going to catch the plague, bud. Uh, and Mears is like, are you, Billy, are you okay? Do you want some, do you want some turmeric? That should, this might help. We're, we're on the shore and I'm wiping, I'm wiping his butt like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do this. I can do it myself. Billy, I let you try and do it yourself and you just swirled water, the diarrhea water. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I just, <laughs> It's everywhere. <laughs> and I was trying to get off my hands. <laughs> and I went back on my hands. Uh, and as you're all standing there, you're talking and then you turn and the water in the pond has moved away and created a walkway that goes straight to the shack. Uh, like it's well, just firm on either side. Is that for us? Yeah, I, I suppose it would be. Mirrors hustles forward and he's like, wait, I'll go first. <laughs> Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he like he's like st- straightening out his clothes and he's like, "Okay, let's go." And he <laughs> and he's padding across the pond. Come way, on. Way too eager. Come yeah. on. I honestly I should have made it in there first. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I waddle. <laughs> Billy, hurry up. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Burns. Yeah. And yeah, you three come and meet Ving. Me and Chamberlain are comparing our hands. Cuz they're very like beautiful crystally glass and mine are a different sort of Yes. Mine are the work of eons of magical innovation, and yours are terrifying. I've never met Ian. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this Ian? Just blank-faced. Ah, your friends have arrived. Uh, Hello. Hey. Yeah, there's like a six-foot-tall... This is Chamberlain. Is this your house? No, this is the vault. It's nice. Is he in a a window or what? No, he's like... He's walking around? 3D. Just a stained glass like mannequin, basically, uh-huh. walking around, like standing in front of you, 3D completely. It's like a suit oh. of armor, basically made out of stained glass wow. with a face. And there's like a bright light coming from within them. Wow. What are you? I am Chamberlain. What's your job? I attend this place. 
Before whatever happened to my master happened to my master, I aided them, and now I aid the menders. Who was your master? My master was a magician of considerable skill, and they gave me life, and I aided them in their magical experiments and thaumaturgical operations, and when they left, I carried on, and the menders eventually came to find this place, and I continue to serve. Oh, you're a golem. In such crude terms, perhaps, but if that helps you understand, then yes, I am a golem. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I understand that you have an object for me. Uh... No, we were told to bring the object here. No one fucking told us to give it to a glass man. I am Chamberlain. I maintain the vault. They did not tell us about you. You understand all that we've been through with this box. We can't just hand it over. You have to give us some sort of insurance. Or at least fucking bring some menders out here for us to talk to. I am the only one here. I maintain the vault. Are you fucking serious? How do we believe you? I am Chamberlain. I serve. Please, hand over the artifact and it will be safe. No way. Yeah, what's what's Jessica doing? Discern realities. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Discern realities works. 2d6 plus wisdom. Yeah, I'm very wary of this (gasps) guy. I hate these dice. (laughs) Why did you traded dice with somebody? No, I just grabbed them. Okay. I forgot. Mark a a point of experience. They're... Well, I mean, that's not even... Yeah, actually, you know what? Billy doesn't trust Chamberlain at all. That's your failure, is you believe Chamberlain is trying to trick you. All right. I tug on, the, I tug on Vig's, Fing's leg. Mm. Hey, I don't trust this dude. He seems super shady. We should get out of here. Well, well we, we, I mean, this is, Mirrors led us here too. Uh, Chamberlain speaks up and says, I understand that, you have gone through much hardship to bring this, the box to me, to Chamberlain, to the vault. But you have been, for the most part, vetted by Maggie Cole of the Menders. Mm-hmm. You are safe within the walls of this vault. However, you can understand that that box shall not be permitted to leave. You can have as much time as you would like here, but the box must remain. What do you plan on doing with the box? It will remain here. What's going to happen to Perel? Perel? The being in the box. I suppose whatever being exists within that box will remain here. The wards, even now, within the presence of, of the vault's hotspot, are strengthening. Perel! You're just going to call him out? Yeah, and freeze time and talk to Perel. Perel pops out and goes, Where are we? We're at the vault. And he looks around and he goes, This is, this is a hotspot. Yeah. Yeah. This is bad for me. I'm, I'm sure you can understand. As these wards strengthen on this wardstone box, I will not be able to leave. How much time do we have before you're stuck in there? Hours, days, weeks? I don't know. Oh. What do you think we should do? Come, come with us. Come with us, Pearl. Uh, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> you're, you're trying, if you're trying to convince me to not stay in prison, job done. Okay. I don't want to be here. What? How do we get you out? I don't know. Is there anything now that we're at the vault that is powerful enough to open the box? I don't, I, I can't see anything here. I, it's, I, it, and Perel's like looking around like frantically and he's like, I'm already perceiving less than I've been able to since I've been with all of oh, you. No, he's back to the futuring. Oh, he's fading? Yeah. And, and um, as you're all talking, Mears is frozen, but Chamberlain steps forward. Oh, I shield Fuck. Perel. Cool. Says, I understand that you may be hesitant to hand over what you believe is your friend. But this is the magical projection of an extremely dangerous being. I was in service to a wizard for centuries. And look what happened. What did happen? You're stunning. Yes, I am an amazing work of art. Okay, all right, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) But even my master's ambition and skill led to their eventual downfall. Okay. They left. And I have been here ever since, alone, in service. Look, Perel has fucking helped us out so many times. You have, as long as it takes Perel to fade, to convince us that he needs to stay here. I will not convince you. I will make you. How? By any means necessary. Whoa. Whoa. 
What is he? What? Oh, <laughs> what? man. He's, I, he, like Tuck gets scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tuck's like, what? No. <laughs> he, like, he, he toots a little. He, yeah. <laughs> he... He does. He, he like farts a little bit, and then he like he does the thing where like you know you like walk into like a, a haunted house, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> you, stick you, your arms up you like you're trying your, to defend yourself. Stick your arms up, and, like, and you crouch down, and you stick your butt out, and you're like, what? Plugs his <laughs> What's <ears>? going on? <laughs> you're defending yourself against the feeling of being scared. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are um, you? Do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> but but Chamberlain doesn't do anything. Okay, maybe we've fallen in love with the being in the box. <laughs> a little bit. He is uh, close to us, so we don't know what to do. Do you not understand that these boxes were constructed as prisons for dangerous wizards? We understand that you believe every wizard to be dangerous. I believe every wizard to be imprisoned within a ward stone chamber to be dangerous. That was the purpose of the boxes. But you're making the implicit assumption that everyone in prison is dangerous. Has Perel ever told you why they were imprisoned? Yeah. He said... The um, people were scared of him. Yeah, he tried a thing. He tried to save the world. And it didn't work. Yeah. He tried to save the world, and he was in prison for that. Well, yeah, maybe he did it, you know, he went about it the wrong way. It doesn't make him uh, a murderer. Perel. And he's standing there, he, and he looks very troubled. Perel, why were you in the prison? The, he's like, he's having trouble. Perel, Just tell you us have the to truth. fucking answer the question. We're going to take a huge risk here and try and save you, but we need honesty. Um, magic is very dangerous. Um, when I attempted... I, for my work, I needed help. I needed assistance. Like Chamberlain here. Chamberlain was created to, to aid a wizard. All good wizards need assistance from time to time. Um, mine just so happened to uh, take a, a, a form that ended up being a little bit more dangerous than I uh, had expected it to be. What? Like what? I mean, you've encountered them before. What? The Bullywogs? Yes. Oh, that was you. That was me. Yes, and um, you know when you create a, 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 a species of ravenous frog warriors, occasionally blood is spilled. How much? How much blood was spilled? Enough. I just wanted to help. The Exodus was tearing the world apart. Look at it now. So much is unstable. You've experienced the instability of magic yourselves multiple times, I believe. I wanted to mitigate that, and I still do. With my return, if I were to return, I will use my power and my energy to bring stability back to the world in any way that I can. Whatever scale is possible, step by step, we can rebuild the fabric of magic what if I asked you not to do that? What do you mean? What if I asked you to swear that you wouldn't try and bring back magic? I'm a wizard, Tacoma. I am magic. And Chamberlain, like, speaks and says, this is what the Menders are attempting to avoid. Beings like this, taking and making and breaking their power when and where they can. Do you understand? Uh, I take the I take the box off and I'm like I turn to Perel and I'm like I'm sorry. It's too much of a risk, and I I hand it to Chamberlain. What? And Chamberlain holds the box in their hands and says, "You have made the logical decision." What does Perel say? Process Tacoma, please. I can try and fix things. For me, for you, maybe someday for everyone. All right, that's good enough for me. And then I, uh, so then I take the axe 
which is uh, the like the spirit axe, which yep. can smash any stone, right? Uh-huh. Which includes wardstone. Uh-huh. Now you're not gonna make some fucking rule about that last you, minute. Tuck's already broken wardstone before. I take the axe and I smash the box and Chamberlain. Whoa! Ugh. Fuck! Yikes! Okay. That was a test. That was the test. The test for Perel. Perel? Yeah. I wanted to see if he would turn on us if he thought that we had betrayed him. Whoa, that's oh. dope. Yeah. That was the point. Oh, smart, smart, smart. Sorry, I almost hit you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so give yeah i guess that's a hack and slash right well i it's hard because like are you doing both things at the same time i'm taking the axe yeah and like chamberlain is standing in front of me right with yeah. the box and i take the axe and like kind of like sneak attack like swing it from the bottom yeah uh so it would hit him both yeah, yeah. through the box and then oh, through chamberlain okay i see cool yeah. okay so yeah hack and slash 2d6 plus strength Nine. Oh, I'll aid. I'll crystal glass. What are so, we crystal punch the, to the stained glass face. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> okay, so 2d6 plus bond. Oh. 10. 11. Making, a, making Tux roll a 10. Yep. An unmitigated success. Yes. So how does Ving aid? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he talks to Larry and... and Chad too, and like, uh, and he uses his fist. Right. He communes right. with them and uh, lets them know that they're about to pass through some magical glass. He like really prepares them. Like mm-hmm. he, he can make them more powerful by getting them aligned with the vibration they're about to attack. And also, he's uh, doing it in tandem. So he's like punching to, to distract Whoa. him. Okay. All right, uh, Tacoma, give me a D10. Two. <laughs> Tink. That is not great. Yeah, damn. So Chamberlain standing there holding the box and Ving lunges forward. It's that sort of thing where you all, before Tuck even swings, the two of you know that he's going to because you've fought together so often. Like yeah. you know that he's kind of tensing up. You can see the sort of micro movements yeah. that he's ready to fight. Yeah. So just as Tuck is swinging up, Ving lunges forward um, and the axe hits the edge of the wardstone box and pushes it a little bit up like it moves and you think for a second that it's not going to break mm-hmm. and then just crunch right through the middle it shatters different like pieces of wardstone fly all over the room and chamberlain's hands are just empty it's surprisingly anticlimactic for a thing you've been waiting for mm-hmm. and wondering if it would happen for weeks and weeks months and months mm-hmm. uh, but it's just crumbled on the ground but the axe hits Chamberlain's body and just scrapes up against it. And Ving's claws dig in and just break off, like parts break off on Chamberlain's body. Ouch. And they're just standing there. And they, <laughs> they, Tuck starts laughing out of nervousness. <laughs> like, you know when you punch a giant guy yeah. and then it does not affect them and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's Billy doing? Well, at first he was going to go between Tuck and the box mm-hmm. and then realize like last minute, oh, he's he's going to save Perel. Um, so he kind of was midair for this. Yeah. And instead he lands on the on Chamberlain mm-hmm. and is like, well, I should probably <laughs> do something here. He has uh, wild diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chamberlain's just standing there. Like, they almost don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And they just look at the pile of rubble and at you and say, no. And they step forward. They grab Billy. Like, in the, like a hand Whoa. comes up and grabs Billy and steps forward. And Billy, you can feel this, like, stained glass hand gripping Ooh. into your flesh and reaching to the point of like my arm is gonna break like he's grabbing you really hard and uh you hear cracking as different parts of chamberlain's body snap off into these like rigid jagged glass shards Mm -hmm. and billy you feel a snap (gasps) as your arm breaks and 
there's sounds of shattering as jagged pieces of glass start coming off Chamberlain's body and they sort of unfold like this horrid stained glass flower covered in thorns and they're just holding Billy up in the air. Mm. And they say, no. And they step towards Tuck and Ving with horrible intent in their eyes, Mm -hmm. their weird stained glass lead-lined eyes. And just as they're reaching out to Tuck and Ving, you see pieces of glass start coming off their body. And with that movement, they just crumble into a pile of multicolored sand. And standing where Chamberlain was is Perel. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Whoa! Nice. This has been Spelt Lore. My name's Sean O'Hara. I've been the Game Master with me as always playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Wow. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian Abdulaziz. Goodbye. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. My mind is blown. Thank you to Wes for all the technical work, Abdul for all the editing. Thanks to Mark and MP for letting us into their home where we bother their <laughs> kids, Will and Carter, all day. And uh, thanks to Aaron Reed for the intro and outro music. Thanks to our Patreon supporters. <laughs> supporters. <laughs> for all your support. Your support really helps. Uh, check us out on social media, Spout Lore Most Places. And thank you to you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to hear some more Whilst you commute or do your chores And for you I'd gladly Jessica, why do you have a knife? Oh, it was for the jerky bag. Okay. Yeah. There's Sorry. just a big knife on the table. And now what's Sorry. it for? Billy, Who show me what say? you have. It's a knife. A knife. <laughs>